the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. Uh, I'm James Cooley, and I'll tell you, uh, this is one of those days that uh, where you know we are grinding because it's hump day. Hump day. <laughs> it's hump day. It's hump day. It's uh, Wednesday, and I tell you, um, like I always say, by Wednesday we should be rolling. Uh, I mean, rolling on fire. You know, ready to produce, ready to. Uh, almost achieve what we had planned for for the week and what you think my uh, great producer sounds good i'm just thinking about friday <laughs> hey man we can't stay two days in in in, in advance uh, <laughs> <laughs> because we got to get through a wednesday show you know and uh i tell you man we got such a wonderful guest here we're gonna talk about it in a minute but uh always have to uh, introduce my great uh, co-host and uh, Michelle Cooley. And I want to see how she handled hump day. It's hump day. Okay, uh, I tried. Wow. Hey, that's my version. <laughs> <laughs> Notice Noah didn't say nothing that time. Because he was astounded. Right, Noah? Right, yeah, Noah? Let's, just, let's, let's just face it, JC. <laughs> she's, uh, she, she's perfected the hump day and the Friday. Uh, okay. All right. We'll give her that. You know, so how you, I tell you, how you been doing today, my friend? Doing well, doing well. It's, uh, another day. Like you said, you know, we're halfway through the week and steamrolling towards Friday and lots of great radio being made and excited for tonight's show. I, I'm excited, uh, as well. You know, I, I was at the gym, uh, trying to get the motivated and dedicated like I always do because it was raining here, you know, so I wasn't able to get out there and do my seven miles. Uh, but I went to the gym and, uh. Must have really yeah. been raining because normally nothing stops you from those seven miles. Man, it was raining, uh, this morning and I uh, wasn't able to do it. But I went to the gym and, uh, I met this, uh, a pastor, Pastor Brett uh, Nordham. And you know, I had a great conversation with uh, with this uh, young man, and uh, you know, I was just letting him know that uh, Michelle and I we've been here almost two, almost two and a half years. We haven't met anybody because we're never here. We're always in California. We haven't spent any time uh, uh, in Dallas until about two weeks, maybe until about a month, or uh, sometimes uh, less than that for myself. But I had a great conversation with him. I just want to. Um, I hope he's listening. Uh, Pastor Brett, it was an absolute pleasure meeting you today. Looking forward to uh, more discussions and more chats. You know, so uh, what was the crust, uh, crust of the conversation there, JC? What uh, what what was some maybe just a little bit of a nutshell snapshot that you could give us? Well, you know, he is uh, off into uh, making sure that the underprivileged nonprofits, organizations, or uh, young adults uh, and adults that uh, he provide an avenue or ear or uh, a way uh, in making sure that they have an opportunity, have an opportunity uh, to uh, try to achieve anything that they set their mind to. And uh, I was so intrigued with, I mean, with this uh, guy uh, because uh, I wasn't expecting that. Uh, I was seriously off into my workout and I took a little time and he came by and spoke and we started from there man but um it's all about helping others yeah you know um 
And I hope that the pastor's listening tonight. Um, you've definitely made an impact on James during your conversation today. And um, this is going to be a great show tonight. We've got a great guest, right, James? We've got an absolutely fantastic guest tonight. It's Ray Road. And I, I tell you, uh, I had an opportunity to meet him through uh, uh, Chuck. You remember Chuck, uh, Noah? And uh, I mean, ever since I met him, uh, we struck up this friendship. We've been chatting and and he comes up with ideas to make organization better, uh, to uh, also increase your vision uh, so that uh, you're able to strive as an organization. Or he identified things that might be of importance uh, for you to gain the knowledge and understanding uh, to be a great organization, to be a great person, to be a great human being. And uh, so uh, we, we're going to talk tonight about organization transformation change. A lot of times when we, anything that we do, we have to be willing in the, be, be willing to accept change. And um, I was so intrigued with the last conversation I had uh, with Ray, I uh, invited him back on to talk about that. And that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Exactly. You know, to change, you really have to be open to it. Um, it's hard for people to change. It's hard for anybody to change because it's a, an, an unknown um, scenario, but it's a, it could be a great unknown scenario. So we're going to learn all about transformational change, organizational transformation change on this show tonight. And I'll tell you, listen, audience, uh, we can really dive di- directly into this, but if you want to be part of this conversation, that's one 344 Again, that's one 344 Michelle, first of all, I think we already told them what the title is, Organization Transformational Change. Can you tell our listening audience what's the purpose of uh, today's show? The purpose of today's show is getting to know the founder and senior consultant of the Genesis Group, Raymond Rood, to discuss what transformational change is and how transformational change can be part of an organization's culture and discuss the role of leadership within the organization regarding transformational change. Can you please introduce this great guest to uh, our listening audience? Yes. Ray Rood, founder and senior consultant of the Genesis Group, leads with a unique brand of vision-driven serious change. In his over 30 years of consulting experience, Ray Rood has served both for profit and not-for-profit organizations at every level, locally, regionally, nationally, and globally. His clients hail from every sector, including biotech, civic, and religious organizations, higher education, government, and public sector, disability and social services, and arts organizations, fundraising, engineering, banking, and finance. This incredible breadth and depth of experience has clarified to an extraordinary degree the power of vision and change process, including a critical distinctive of sufficient or enough leadership. Through the formation of the Genesis Group, Ray has fielded his experience even more broadly by investing in Genesis qualified associates, now numbering 14, who are currently practicing across the country. Each associate is mentored by Ray to bring his unique brand of vision-driven, serious change to individuals and organizations ready to take the bold strategic steps to bring their best vision for their future into reality. The James Cooley Show July proudly presents Mr. Ray Rude. How you doing, Ray? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, my friend. Hey, thanks, James. It's good to, to be here with you, you and Michelle. I look forward to our conversation today. Man, looking forward as well. Ray, you've been a guest on the show before. Can you uh, remind our listening audience a little bit about your background and just a little bit uh, 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 about uh, you? Well, I, I uh, grew up in East Los Angeles. Uh, I was fortunate to, uh, to uh, spend 16 years um, uh, in in the uh, kind of the border between East Los Angeles and the small town of Montebello in um, a growing, diverse kind of uh, neighborhood. And that has proven to be very, very beneficial to how uh, I look at things. Uh, uh, I was born uh, into the home of a Baptist minister uh, as an only child. Now, some people say that's two strikes against you. And, um, and so... Uh, I, one of the things I grew up to learn how to be a good kid, uh, of, I lived under what, uh, a psychologist friend of mine said, the tyranny of the options in the church. And, uh, that, uh, was a foundation as to really how, uh, a deep, really transformational change in, in my own journey as I decided to choose my own life. And without rejecting family, but choosing my own own path 
and so that's uh, that was the the, the foundation of, of what continues to be a very interesting journey. It is, and you know what uh, you mentioned foundation, and uh, you also uh, just like Michelle mentioned vision. Um, in order to be willing to accept feedback or accept something that uh, that you don't already are doing or believe in, and you have to have an open mind. And so I tell you, we're going to take a station break, but we're going to come back and we're going to continue to talk to this great man. And if you want to be part of the conversation, that's one 344 Again, that's one 344 It's your life. I'm James Cool. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer San Diego, streaming now on TuneIn.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. we got the fabulous uh, Ray Road uh, here with us tonight. We're talking about uh, organization transformational change and uh, it goes not just with businesses but it also goes with uh, individual person as well because uh, we have to be open for change and we have to uh, uh, you know we just have to be open minded and I think I mentioned uh, I misspoke Ray Ray Root <laughs> you know, and I apologize, Ray, uh, about that. But I tell you, if you want to be part of this great conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Ray, uh, I know that uh, you are doing a lot of great things, and uh, you're a role model to a many. Uh, but uh, when you was growing up, did you have any role models that stood out where you? Uh, was influenced by them and said, I, I want to be just like that person or that person or that person. Uh, you grab a little bit from each one of them. Can you tell this audience a little bit about that? Well, there, there are two role models. Uh, the primary role model is my grandfather. And my grandfather was uh, a person who marched by uh, a, a different drum beat. I'll, I'll illustrate this way. When I was in eighth grade, I got a call slip to the principal's office. And uh, now I'm a good kid, okay? I've never been to the principal's office. And I go to the principal's office, and the principal says, um, 
uh, Raymond, your uh, grandfather wants to wants to see you. This is on a Friday morning, second period, about you know, 8.30, 9 o'clock. And uh, he calls me Youngin. I call him Pops. And he says, so Youngin, I want you to you come with me. He says, so we're walking out of the school. Okay, I have no idea where we're going. And uh, <clears throat> we get into his car. And I said, Pops, where are we going? He says, uh, we're going to go fishing. It's about time you start uh, realizing that school can't teach you everything. And about every six weeks, I would get a call slip to go to the principal's office, and i go fishing with my grandfather. And the thing is, we would have that stereotypical grandfather and, and, and uh, grandson uh, conversation. I was his only grandchild. And I think the thing of what he would do is tell me the truth of what he saw, including my family. And he was the one who challenged me to choose my own life. He asked me one time, he says, that girl you're dating, he says, uh, you in love with her? And I says, well, no. He says, uh, why are you dating her? And I said, well, my father really likes her. He says, I think it'd be good for your father if you uh, kind of chose your own, own direction. And so he's a person that uh, was a tremendous. I think uh, we just lost uh, uh, Ray. And, uh, wow, that story that he was uh, telling us was, uh, I tell you, I mean, brain chip up because uh anytime that you have someone uh to come in especially when you're that young and pull you out of school and you're not knowing what uh uh is happening at that particular time um and it, they say well i'm just taking you fishing i want you to learn i want you to uh, be you ah man that's got to be the greatest feeling in the world because uh right then and there the foundation is being laid for you, you know, to uh, be self-sufficient, to start making decisions for yourself. And I believe that uh, we all have to uh, be able to do that. Exactly. You know, um, this is definitely a great role model for Ray, you know, grandfather. So that's that's really that's really inspiring. And just the story he's telling, you hear the affection in his tone and um you know, there's always somebody in your childhood who, whose lessons and what they've taught you will always stick with you for the rest of your life. Wow. So I think we got, uh, we got Ray back now. Ray, we lost you for about a, a minute or so. <laughs> but man, that's, can you finish <laughs> really telling have. that story? Uh, that was so, uh, fabulous. Well, my, my grandfather, uh, would speak to my life. He, he took me out of school. He says, you can't, uh, he says, school can't teach you everything. And he says, it's, um, and he believed in school, but he wanted to, to build an individual relationship. And he would challenge me with really um, my own assumptions about life. And he's a person who spoke truth to, my, to me, and he tr- encouraged me to choose my own path. And it's interesting because right now I have one grandson who calls me Pops. And uh, he is, uh, we have that kind of relationship. And uh, so it's uh, that, that legacy is, is being carried on. Wow. You know, Ray, uh, I've been working with you uh, and you've been teaching me uh, through uh, the Genesis group. And you, you're the founder, CEO, you, you're the guy. Um, why did you create this organization and what's the main purpose of it? Well, Genesis is spelled G-E-N-Y-S-Y-S. It stands for new systems, new ways of thinking, uh, new ways of of, uh, operating, new ways of behaving. And what I learned about my my field of study is human development. And when I found, uh, understood how really we develop as human beings over lifetimes, and I was introduced to uh, a whole area of thought called general systems theory, I realized that organizations operate the same way as human beings. They're, they're alive, and they do mature and develop. They do have a mission and purpose. They operate by the same principles. And so what I saw myself doing is helping organizations not only become healthy, but to be able to continue to develop 
and transform themselves into becoming what they were created really to be. And that is what and decided, I'm going to found a, a, a company that really does do that work that comes alongside organizations and organizational leaders to really develop a preferred future uh, for, for really themselves. And that's what Genesis is really about, is, is really uh, initiating and sustaining uh, and passing forward long-term change. Ray, can you um, explain to our listening audience, what is transformational change? Well, transformational change is qualitatively change. change. It's, it's not more or less. It is really different. And it's, it challenges this basic assumptions of kind of how we have been doing things and makes uh, change at a, at a qualitative uh, uh, different level. For example, one of the organizations that um, I'm currently with, the basic assumption was, okay, we're going through a change. It's a family-owned business going from a third to a fourth-generation uh, transition. And the assumption was, who is going to succeed the current CEO, the president? What's come out of uh, the process is it will not be one person to succeed that person. It's going to be three people. It's not going to be another CEO. It's the office of the CEO. It's really a different form. So transformational change is really a different form of doing things. And uh, it, it is not just continually doing things the same way. And it realizes that we have to make a radical kind of shift in how we are operating, how we are performing. What do you mean by the facilitation of deep transformational change? Can you kind of go into that a little bit? So what we do is we facilitate vision-based transformational change. Well, facilitation is really, it is is guiding uh, the client on how to discover their own change. It's not telling them what to do. It's kind of like I liken my liken myself at times coming working with a client as being a symphony conductor of a group of jazz musicians. Each individual has their kind of their own instrument, their own contribution to make, and the music is not necessarily written down. It's not prescribed. It has to be discovered, and it's blending people together and helping them, supporting them in that particular process because the client is in charge. So as a facilitator, my job is not to tell them what to do. So that way, if I am able to come from uh, a place that, uh, and work with, with industries that I've never had any experience with, but because the, the thing that I do know something about is change. And that is facilitating that kind of, of that process and uh, helping providing a blend of challenge and support. And uh, most people are blessed with much more challenge and support. And my job is to provide that support, whether it's individual leadership development or organizational transformation. Ray, what are the most important discoveries about transformational change that you have made over a lifetime of work? I mean, that's a lot of ground to cover, uh, but maybe there's one particular area that stands out above the rest. Well, what I realized early on in, in this journey of change and uh, really applying the whole role that vision plays, that it's, um, it's more than just a vision. It's really, uh, it's really also uh, helping to develop the leadership that's sufficient to not only initiate the change, but, but to be able to sustain the change. And the, I guess the, the greatest discovery that I found about that leadership is the leadership of the future is in the middle of the organization. It's not at the top. And it's really to help identify and develop that leadership that in, in that change process. And that's probably one of the biggest discoveries that, uh, that I found. It's not that person who necessarily initiates it. It's that group of people uh, that really it comes together 
that really brings about in that sustainable change. Wow, that was such a great answer. I'll tell you, uh, we're going to take a station break. But I cannot wait to get back and to continue this great discussion with Ray Rude. I'll tell you, if you want to be part of this conversation, that's one 888 It's your life. I'm James Cooley. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gift of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must listen to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet, is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Noah Dingley here, producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true-life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and uh, I tell you, uh, we're talking about uh, organization transformation and change. We got uh, Ray uh, Root uh, here that's uh, really bringing in and educating our uh, listening audience. And I tell you, if you want to be part of this great conversation, that's 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. So, Ray, we've been talking about some of the most important discoveries that you've learned over the years and I guess the next logical question from my mind is how long does it take for not just like the, the, the big one that you d- d- discovered over your years of work, but any transformational change? How long does it take to that become a part of any organization's culture? Well, it's a good question. When we uh, are talking with a new client, a prospective client or a client that is engaged us, we say you not, must be willing to emotionally commit yourself to a minimum of three years to, to for any kind of change. What we have found, it takes a, that three-plus years for any change to be integrated in a current culture. Uh, the first year when we, our initial process often is, is strategic planning, vision-based strategic planning. It's one thing to have really uh, a vision, even a plan, but uh, and 
when you get to the second year and you commit yourself to continue to expand your vision, work on the plan, uh, it takes more intentionality, budget-wise, energy-wise, to be able to do it. When you can get into your third year and you're still moving forward, what, what we find is the individuals within the organization start making assumptions, which are new assumptions, that I guess this is the way we're going. This is the path. And there becomes a, a momentum that, it, that uh, begins, that, in, that moves the organizational forward. And that's why it takes sufficient leadership to be able to not only get things off the ground, but sustain it. And it's um, that leadership is more than really um, uh, one or two people if that change is going to be integrated into the culture because actually the transformation that occurs is a transformation in the culture. It's a new way of thinking. It's a new way of behaving. And uh, that, that really is transformational not only as it relates to the organization, but the individuals involved. On that note, um, Ray, I imagine depending on the organization, you can, you know, have some of these changes start to take place. And in the the baby uh, stages, as I'll call it, maybe you have a little bit of uncomfortableness or I'm not pushbacks, the wrong word, but uh, Hey mate, you know what? This isn't working for me. So if you hear those things right off the bat, what, what do you do to reassure the company, the organization that, you know what, this is going to take time. This isn't something that happens overnight. Well, Part of our job is to really educate our clients, clients about the process, uh, because there will be resistance. And you have, that's why the leadership, you have to have uh, a sufficient amount of people who uh, will own the process and learn to engage other people. So a lot of the work that we do along the side of vision-based strategic planning is leadership development. And that uh, individuals understand what it means to lead inside an organization. Because you have to have enough people who really uh, will sustain the process to overcome some of those kinds of challenges, that kind of resistance that is natural uh, for any kind of organization. Because it's natural to really resist change because it creates some level of disequilibrium. And uh, so... That's where you have to have that sufficient leadership for that process to, to, uh, to move forward. Ray, what role does leadership and your term sufficient leadership play in this type of change? Well, a number of years ago, my, my wife asked me, well, Ray, you've been working with a lot of organizations and, and in change. What's the most important element? And as I said already, uh, on, on, on our program tonight, uh, it's a matter of leadership. She says, well, what do you mean by leadership? I said, whether there is sufficient leadership. And she wasn't satisfied with that answer. And so she says, what do you mean by sufficient leadership? And I says, it's both quantitative and qualitative. It means there it needs to be enough people with the right attributes given the situation. One will never be enough, and I'm coming to the position that two aren't enough. So if you want to take anything off, get anything off the ground, what I found is a factor of three plus. If you want to be able to sustain leadership that uh, change, it's a factor of more than five people. So we have a steering committee concept with our change process, and they coordinate the change, and that is uh, that has to be at least five people. And that really is the leadership core that sustains the change. And ultimately, it, it does not include the people at the top it is really the people in the upper middle that really are the key to really that particular change. That is what we mean by sufficient leadership. And that's really the nature of the book that I am now writing that is really about sufficient leadership. Oh, can you tell us a little bit about that book you're writing about sufficient leadership? Well, that is, that's actually really the most important thing of what I've, I've learned and I've been challenged by my colleagues within Genesis, that this is what my job, this is my legacy, is to leave, have that book written and to be able to pass that, uh, that forward, which are what are the, 
What are those attributes that make up catalytic leadership, which is that the most dangerous part of leadership because it's so disruptive, it initiates change. And what are the attributes that make up transformational leadership, which is the most difficult kind of leadership because it's often like watching the grass grow and because of the, of the change process and uh, that what, what is that like? And then generative leadership, which is the most important kind of leadership because that's the leadership that really protects change and passes it forward to succeeding generations. That's what makes up good governance on boards, and you have so lack, so much lack of generative leadership that really asks the question that supports that leadership, identifies the leadership of the future. Those, that's a broad outline of what we are, um, are writing about in, in, in really the book and how that can be actually uh, developed and in any kind of organization as it chooses to continue to change and avoid what we say is slow death. If you don't change, you're going to die. And that's uh, at the nature of, uh, of, of the bottom line of transformational change. You're absolutely right, <laughs> Ray. Uh, I hope people are listening to that uh, because um, organization change. If you don't change, if you're doing the same thing every single day and expecting a different outcome, and uh, especially if you are a, a leader that do not listen to your people, hopefully you got good people. Uh, that are working for you because it's different between organization and also leadership. You know, so uh, can you kind of explain this, that uh, distinction between organization and leadership? Because it's two different things. Well, the, the organization, how things are really organized. And uh, actually, uh, if you look at organization, it's really uh geared towards uh, effectiveness, production and effectiveness, and it's really uh, moving towards stability if it's effective. Leadership is really about change, and that's the difference between management and leadership. Management is really about keeping things organized and getting things done. Leadership is about moving into, really moving into the future. And uh, again, going back to a basic assumption that we have all organizations are moving in one or two directions or deep change or slow death. And so management is very, very important and leadership is very, very important. And uh, that in some ways are hats that we wear. Because some of us at times will wear a leadership hat, sometimes we wear a management hat, or sometimes we're the individual contributor hat. All those need to be blended together, but they need to be, the, the distinction needs to be understood uh, and what I find in most organizations, what is really limited is really the leadership because it, it calls for a lot of courage. Organization and leadership should, I believe, should be top down. You know, I mean, so if you expect the people or in your organization under you uh, to do the right thing, you, you first have to know what the right thing is in order to be successful. Right. Secondly, uh, if you're going to talk the talk, you got to walk the walk. I tell you, we're going to take a station break, but we're going to come back and we're going to finish the last segment. And I tell you, if you want to be part of this great conversation, organization, leadership, Genesis Group, Ray Root, please call 1-888-344-117. Again, that's 1-888-344-117. It's your life. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. 
we hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. And we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley and uh, we're talking organization leadership, uh, organization transformation of change, we talking all things that deals with ensuring that your organization uh, can be the best organization that it can be, to ensure that you as a person can be the best person that you can be, uh, to ensure that you as a parent or anything that you're doing, that you can be the best that you could be. But you have to have an open mind. You have to be open for change. And you have to listen because... We don't always have all of the answers. I'm talking about ourselves. I'm talking about. So that's why you want someone like Ray to uh, come in if your organization is having some problems or issues or if they, they just want to be better. You know, uh, the Genesis Group is the organization that trains organization all over the United States and, and parts of the world. And uh, this young man knew exactly what he's talking about. So uh, and you guys can tell that just by listening to him. But if you want to be part of the conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Ray, there are a couple of examples I'm sure you could give stories of change that best illustrate what you've been talking about this entire hour. Maybe you could just take two that really stand out in your mind that you could share with us. I think that would really paint a nice picture for the listening audience. Okay. Uh, the, um, the first I would mention would be a, a biotech firm. Actually, the biotech firm, a friend of mine was doing the consulting with a, this biotech firm. And uh, he asked me, he says, do you think your process, you're working with your graduate students, and I was teaching graduate school uh, about um, futuring, where I was helping my graduate students develop a vision for themselves uh, as they were graduating from the from really their their master's degree program. Do you think it would work with a corporation? And I said, uh, sure. Uh, a corporation's a living organism, and yeah, the the principles are transferable. He said. Um, I says, why do you ask? He says, because they've lost their vision. And he says that the founder of the of this biotech firm uh, sold off his shares. And after 10 years, they developed these two wonder drugs. And he moved on. And these two vice presidents said, we've lost our vision because the founder was a visionary. And he says, well, I know a guy that does futuring work with graduate students. You think he'd come over and work with us? And so I went over, told them the story, what I learned from this sociologist uh, that I met, Lise Boulding, who talked about neighborhood groups uh, being able to persist over long periods of change and how they were able to persist was they saw themselves in the future and what they saw, they treated as fact, not as hope. And when, when I told them the story, they said, wow, we can get our two divisions of therapeutic product development and 
sales and marketing on the same page with a common vision, we can really lead the company. And we and and really we can with these two divisions really be the future. And so what we we went through that process of developing really a shared vision with their stakeholders. I said, do you get the group of stakeholders together? That uh, that's who I need. They said, what's a stakeholder? I said, anybody who has a vested interest in the present and future well-being of the company. So well, we got we have our our direct reports. So we had 35 people in the room. I said, give me a couple of days. And out of that became this vision that really they, we went off 20 years into the future. And what I learned that, that, that from the lease is the, the, the more complex the situation, the further off you have to go into the future. And if to do vision work, you have to suspend critical judgment and, sense, uh, uh, and suspend a sense of res- responsibility because then you're free to use your imagination. And that became the foundation for the work that resulted in what Genesis is all about and what we learned. And that's probably the historical example. I could give you a number of other examples, but that's a big one because what we learned through that process is that, that it's more than vision, but it, it needs to be started with a sense of current reality and then moving into the vision and then developing really a strategic plan that translates it along with the leadership into reality. And that, that biotech firm became a, 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 a very well-known um, a multinational uh, Fortune 50 company. And um, I didn't know that at the time. And it's really the, was really where I learned over the four or five years I worked with them that it's what were the ingredients of, of really transformational change that resulted in the founding of Genesis, which is really a legacy company. James, that's fantastic. That is absolutely wonderful, man. And then I told you, hey, you're breaking it down. And so if anybody, uh, organizations or individuals out there listen, uh, we're going to give you the information on how you contact him uh, right before we end the show. Right. What do you want your legacy to be? Well, <laughs> my legacy is really in really in the the students uh, that taught the associates that I've worked with, the clients, and how they are able to lead ongoing change. That's that's really it's it's through the people. What I've learned to pass it on is what I've learned from others, uh, from other mentors that I've had. And as I look at life being really a river, not a puddle. You know, we have inherited things from from. Uh, the, the, from our past, and our job is to pass it forward. And so really, that's, what, uh, that's why Genesis is really what we're doing now, is capturing what we, it's not just me, but what we've learned, not only translated into book form, but into product form that we're going to be making available beginning next year. And so it's not, not dependent on an individual, but it, where people can learn and be able to utilize it. And that's uh, my partner, um, that uh, Andrea, who runs Genesis now, uh, is really taking the lead on our own transformation within Genesis. Wow. And uh, just like you were just saying a second ago, uh, when you laid out uh, uh, transformation, I mean, one of the things that I talk about when I'm lecturing and uh, just in speeches, I, I talk about this thing I call the VUF. And the VUF stands for Vision, Understanding. And focus, just like you mentioned, uh, that if you're not working toward the future, I mean, but you have to be doing it now, but you always have to be focused on uh, the future, uh, being right. better tomorrow. So you have to have that vision where you see yourself in this out years where you said, this is where I want to be. But then when you're doing that, you have to have the foundation and the understanding uh, to be able to put those things into play and and understand uh, what it's going to require in order to get there but most importantly most importantly once you figure out the vision and you understand where you're trying to go you have to focus focus on one building block at a time that's right so that's what i call the buff vision understanding and focus but but ray 
the things that you and your organization is doing, people need to know about it. And can you tell them before we run out of time, how can they get in touch with you? How can they uh, 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 research uh, Genesis and uh, anything else that's associated with that? Can you tell our listeners that? Well, come to our website, thegenesisgroup.com. Uh, you'll find out uh, all the how to how to be able to connect with us uh, as it relates to um, uh, a client engagement. Come alongside. You may want to go through our certification program. And I think one of the big things is is our strategic futuring program for individuals of really developing really a vision based plan for your life. And um, it's an interesting thing that I'll just take a few seconds here. Now, one of the things my grandson, who's 10 years old, asked me, he says, tell me, what's the difference between a dream and a vision? And he says, uh, I says, a dream is something you hope for. A vision is something you see and you believe. And he says, so, Pops, he says, uh, can you help me really develop my vision for myself? So we're, he, he is now becoming the youngest person going through this process. But you can go visit our website find out how you can enroll in this in this process and uh, be able to take charge of your life as opposed to the future taking charge of you. Wow, Ray, we're coming down to the last minute of the show. And I, I tell you, just like uh, you and I talked about uh, earlier today, it's got to be a part three. It's got to be a part three. <laughs> no, no, you already know that. It's got to be a part three. Because uh, we have to continue to educate and we have to continue to uh, uh, focus on the future i tell you ray thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show always thank you michelle cooley thank you thank you for being a great co-host noah dingley man you're my guy great producer listen audience you are the most important thing because you listen every night and we're always looking for uh sponsors so we can continue bring this great message we'll be back tomorrow same time same place it's your life i'm james cooley Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been The James Cooley Show. It's your life where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.